0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Life, a streaming TV podcast from Fansided. I'm your host, Cody Schultz, and today I'm joined by a very special guest, Fansided Entertainment Head of Content, Natalie Zamora, a.k.a. our resident queen of horror. Welcome, Natalie. It's been a while.
1: I know. It has been a while. I think this is the perfect show for me to join. As you just teased, I am huge on horror, so really excited to talk about October on Netflix.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be a really good October. I feel like they've got I feel like October can be hit and miss so many times they remove a lot of their good horror movies, like that aren't Netflix originals before October. But I feel like they have some really good additions coming this month. And of course, I can't think of anybody better to, to kind of talk through those with than you. Um, uh, but first we had the To Doom global event finally happened at the end of September. And I'm kind of surprised by how much we actually got news wise. Like, it's always, it's kind of hit and miss with these different virtual events, you never know what exactly to expect, and we got some first looks, some teasers, and even some release dates, which I think was the highlight, but also very interesting to me. Um, of course, we got Emily in Paris season three is coming December 23rd. I think we went into Doom kind of expecting that. We got the renewal, or not the renewal, the premiere date announcement last to Doom, um, which I'm just saying to Doom out loud, I don't know why, it just throws me, but we had been <laughs> assuming that one would come in Christmas time and it makes sense. It seems like that's one that's just going to continue to slot into late December.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm excited for that one. And it it just makes sense. It's funny, because I feel like it's more of a spring, summery show. But since it's been released uh, over the holidays, over December in the past, I think it's a perfect fit.
0: I think the real question is, are we going to eventually get Christmas time in Paris? Because they keep releasing it in December. I mean, I feel like that would be a really fun storyline just to kind of hype up that. I, granted, though, I know they film usually in the summer, so that would probably complicate things, but we can hope, right? We keep trying to manifest a Netflix Christmas special of some kind.
1: I know, it would be so pretty. Maybe one time, maybe not this year, maybe next year.
0: Yeah, well, speaking of Paris, we also got um, some new season four release date updates, which very surprising. Uh, they're going to now, They announced season four is going to be split into two parts. First part comes February 10th, 2023, second half, and March 10th, 2023. I'm very... I'm just puzzled by this one. I know, I'm sure it's it's probably part of the long run of, like, trying to keep subscribers around. If they watch that first batch of episodes, they'll have to stay for at least another month to watch the second batch in March. But even that feels weird, like, having such a short time span, because... Even with Stranger Things, we saw part one, like, a month gap between. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, I don't know, thoughts on that? I'm, I'm puzzled a little bit.
1: I'm not entirely surprised just because Netflix has done this, what, like, twice before Lucifer and Stranger Things, and they were both huge hits. So I think they're trying to show this is, like, their next maybe biggest show. We don't know how long it's going to run for, but I think they're really banking on this being a huge season and people are going to stick around to see what happens next. So I think it's a smart move. Um, I don't really feel one way or the other about it personally. Like I'll watch all of it and I'm excited for it, but I'm curious if they're going to leave part one off with like a huge cliffhanger for our very own Joe Goldberg or what's going to happen. But I think it's going to be kind of epic. I'm excited about this.
0: Yeah, I have no doubt they'll end with the big cliffhanger at the first. We don't know how they're going to split it, too, which I think is the other interesting thing. If mm-hmm. it'll be an even, like, 5-5. If I don't even know if they did confirm it's going to be 10 episodes yet, even. Sure. Um, so who knows? Maybe it could be longer, and that's why they're doing the split. But this show, I feel like, is one that it ends, like, it's episodes with cliffhangers so that you keep yeah. watching. And that's, that's what I'm kind of afraid of, is that waiting period of like oh man now I have to wait a month to find out what happens next because the show's so well and it does fake outs well where it mm-hmm. ends an episode and you think like oh no this character's a goner now and then the beginning of the next episode it's like okay they're safe they they were injured but not you know dead like we thought and so I'm really even the cast tease felt um it's funny I was watching the castings I'm like okay how many of you are actually going to survive who's going to be the first to go <laughs> like
1: I know. That's the thing. It's like you get attached to so many of like the actors. I mean, I'm really sad that Victoria Pedretti won't be in this season, but then they just bring out a whole new slate. You start liking them too. So yeah, he's going to be in Europe. It's going to be interesting. I feel like he's just going to have even less like rules or limitations for himself now. So it's going to be crazy.
0: Yeah. And it's funny you mentioned Victoria because they had like two parts with the you reveal. And I know when when he came back and did one, he kind of accentuated the word love. Mm -hmm. And it, I think, immediately sent people in a spin of, like, could she guest star? Is there more to that story? So it'll be really interesting to see, like, was that just to get fans talking? Or is there something coming? Uh, Because we've seen also characters, spoiler alert, who have been killed off, you know, popping back up in in different ways. So who Mm -hmm. knows? I think it'd be fun if she at least made some kind of appearance. Yeah, me too. I love her. Um, And then, of course, the the big one that we didn't get really was we got a great first look at Outer Banks Season 3 with, like, the Pogues and poglandia and kind of, like, the fallout of the Season 2 finale. But we didn't get a release date for 2022, just the the tease of coming 2023, which I'm really curious to see when they're going to drop the season and how long they might make us wait Of course, we knew summer this year was out, but we kind of hoped maybe they would sneak in at the end of the year. There could, I guess, still be hope that maybe it'll come January 1st. as like a surprise New Year's Day drop. But when you look back, I associate the show so much with summer because of the July release for season two. But I know season one dropped in April of 2020. So I wonder, could they even make us wait until late spring um, and kind of hold it? Because those first couple months, we've already got a lot of stuff lined up for
1: yeah, I, I'm predicting it's going to come out in in the springtime at the earliest, to be honest, because this is such a summer show. But on the other hand, they're releasing The Witcher Season 3 in summer 2023, which we also got to Doom. So I don't know if they have a plan, to be honest here.
0: <laughs> I know Netflix makes it hard for us to try to keep up with like schedules because The Witcher's Hi. come out around Christmas each year. And it's like now they're pushing it to summer of next year, which I understand we do have like the spinoff coming in this December instead. Um, And so you kind of put some space in between. I think we're going to see that with Bridgerton uh, because it's a doom. We got our first look at Queen Charlotte. They confirmed it's coming 2023. um, And we got more for that one than we did for Bridgerton season three. We kind of got like the first reading of Lady Whistledown's letter um, and then the episode one title, which makes me wonder... If we might not see Bridgerton come back until the second half, if they might hold that one for Christmas time, because of yeah. course, season one dropped Christmas, um, maybe drop Queen Charlotte in the spring, hold Bridgerton for end of the year and kind of put some space between the two.
1: Yeah, I think that makes sense because they definitely don't want to release them back to back. But waiting like a full year, like if we had to wait till 2024 for Bridgerton, that would be a little ridiculous. So I think a Christmas release would be perfect for that one.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be, I think the one takeaway from Doom is there's definitely a lot coming, and there were even yeah. some more surprise announcements, including, um, I know, one big one for October, which we're talking a little bit about. Um, but yeah, I just, of course, we wanted our Pogues back and all of these other favorites back before the end of the year, but that's just, that's the fans in us, right? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I will say too, real quick, the Outer Banks teaser looked so good. And the production level looked so much better than the first two seasons. I was like, okay, they got the budget now, I guess, because it looked really good. It was a short teaser, but I was impressed.
0: Yeah, the you could see the uptick and like the quality. It's like, okay, Netflix finally gave them more budget to work with and it's showing Let's just hope they also lock the cast down for a couple more seasons, because that one, like, don't let them go. Those those actors, they're keeping busy. They um are. Which, I know that was part of the reason the, the season started filming a little bit later, too, but yeah. it'll be interesting. But I guess it's time to, to finally dive into the October list, and some of the, I have to say, there's a lot of good stuff coming, and, I, uh, you know, we've got a lot of good horror, you know, kind of, and dramatic kind of stuff coming, but there's also some good reality shows coming, a couple good... Um, documentaries even. So I think it's going to be a nice balance month, which is a change of pace. Um, So as we get ready to dive into the list and our must-see titles, here's a quick recap of every Netflix show and movie coming in October 2022. We've got Bling Empire Season 3, Mr. Harrigan's Phone, Nailed It Season 7, Togo, The Jays and Sorrow of Young, Conversations with the Killer, The Jeffrey Dahmer Tapes, Dairy Girls Season 3, Luckiest Girl Alive, The Midnight Club, The Mole, the Redeemed Team, Tiger and Bunny 2 Part 2, Easy Bake Battle, The Watcher, The Curse of Bridge Hollow, was and Mochi Restaurant, Somebody Feed Phil, Unsolved Mysteries Volume 3, Love is Blind Season 3, The School for Good and Evil, 28 Days Haunted, Descendant, From Scratch, High Confessions of Ibba, Drug Mool, Guillermo del Toro's Cabinets of Curiosities, The Good Nurse, Earth Storm, Family Reunion Part 5, which I believe is the final part, um, Big Mouth season six, Drink Masters, I Am a Stalker, My Encounter with Evil, and Wendell and Wild. Now, as a reminder, these are just the Netflix movies and shows coming in October. There are also some great comedy specials, Netflix family editions, and also a wave of different acquired titles that you know movies and shows from other networks that Netflix is adding this month. Um, but if you're looking for something new to watch on Netflix this October, here are the titles we recommend checking out, which we're going to dive into a little bit. So we've got *Fling Empire comes season, uh, season three comes October 5th, October 7th is a big day. We've got The Midnight Club season one, Luckiest Girl Alive, The Mole, and The Redeemed Team, uh, Easy Bake Battle coming October 12th, The Watcher coming October 13th. The Curse of Bridge Hollow coming October 14th. Love is Blind Season 3 kicking off October 19th. Now with Love is Blind, this one's going to drop in batches, so we'll get a couple of new episodes coming in the weeks later. Uh, The School of Evil on October 19th. From Scratch on October 21st. Cabinets of Curiosity on October 25th, which is another one that's going to be releasing in a little bit different style, which we'll talk about here in a a little bit. Uh, Family Reunion Part 5 on October 27th. And Big Mouth Season 6 on October 28th. Now, I know there are definitely some titles that you are really, really excited to talk about this month. I feel like The Midnight Club is probably the big one heading into the month. Um, so what can you tell us, just for those unfamiliar with The Midnight Club, what it's about and why they should be looking forward to it?
1: Yeah, this one is really exciting. It's co-created by Mike Flanagan, who has done a bunch of different horror shows for Netflix. It seems like he kind of has a new one every year and that will continue. He's locked down for at least two more. Um, So this one is more of a younger audience can watch this it's based on a ya book of the same name uh, by christopher pike and i will say i've started watching it i obviously cannot reveal any spoilers but it's really good so far i read the book and the show is actually based on a few books but mostly the midnight club and yeah it's it's really good so far and like i said a younger audience can watch it i wouldn't say children, but definitely teenagers. Um, And it's about a group of kids um, in their late teens who um, are in a hospice care and What they do is they bond over, um, you know, their illness and everything like that. But they also bond over these stories that they create and they meet every night at midnight to tell these spooky stories and these really creative uh, stories that they came up with. So it's really creative. It's really unique. And I really recommend it for sure.
0: Yeah, I feel like this one, it comes pretty early in the month. I feel like this will be kind of Netflix's big October release. Um, And I think the Mike Flanagan connection definitely is going to help. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's got a quite the track record for delivering some, you know, buzzed-about shows. Um, I think what'll be interesting with this one is to see if it ends up coming back for a second season and, like, how they'll, you know, continue the story and all that. But, um, yeah, this one's... it's interesting to me. I might check it out. Like, the trailer seemed intriguing when they dropped the first, like, teaser and all that. Um, I have to say, like, the when you read the synopsis, it also gave me, like, Red Band Society kind of vibes, which was a Fox show about... Mm-hmm. Um, terminal patience and all that and like their ups and downs struggle. But of course, definitely <laughs> a little bit different with like the horror element here. Um for someone who's not into horror like me, how would you judge like the, the spook factor so far without spoilers? Would you say it's one that is mild, like any, you know, casual horror fans, or is this one that they're gonna be like jumping out of their seats?
1: I think it's mild, especially compared to the next title we're going to talk about, which I'm surprised you want to watch. (laughs) This looks really scary to me, but I'll I'll say so far, The Midnight Club is mild horror, I'll say.
0: Yeah, so the one that surprises, it's The Watcher season one. Um, I don't know what it is about this one. I think what it is, the trailer gave me suspense vibes. It kind of gave me, I don't know, it kind of gave me a sense of you, like... Mm. those kind of chilling, like, eerie, you-don't-know-what's-around-the-corner kind of vibe, who to to trust, and, like, the question. And I don't mind suspense. It's the horror I'm very curious, because this does come from Ryan Murphy and his production company. And, of course, he's notorious for pushing the envelope when it comes to, like, horror and gore. So I think I'm really... It's going to be interesting to see how much they lean into it. But the trailers are really suspenseful. This one's also... I didn't realize at first, which... You know, sorry, sorry, but I didn't realize it was based on a true story, yeah. um, which that surprised me and also makes me wonder, is this, because they're not, I don't believe, billing it as a limited series, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, will they continue the story? It's based on real event. So are yeah. they going to not cover the full scope there? I'm really interested there. Um, but the cast, I think, is also what's drawing me in, especially Jennifer Coolidge. She's kind of what she's uh, playing the realtor in the show mm-hmm. and before they even released the release date to Doom in the first trailer we got like that weird video of her like showing the house um, Yeah, it was just hilarious like her walking through like I would watched the whole series just about like her being a fake realtor and making all these like <laughs> funny jokes about the properties and all that because she's just I should say Emmy winning actress Jennifer Coolidge now because she finally got her Emmy for the White Lotus which was so well deserved and one of my favorite moments from Emmy Night
1: yeah definitely um there i i could okay so this does look like suspense i would say but i don't know i kind of have gone down a rabbit hole on the true story <laughs> and it's really creepy and that like all the conspiracies and everything like that because the big thing about this is and i don't think this is a spoiler because it's a true story like they never caught the person which is just like, uh, I don't like that. He could be anywhere. I am from New Jersey and I don't want him watching me. So (laughs) I'm a little bit nervous about this one, but I think it looks really good.
0: Okay, this might be a spoiler for people who, who haven't followed it. Do they know the person, they just didn't catch them or did they never figure out who it was?
1: I don't think they ever figured out who it was. There were like so many conspiracies. There was one conspiracy that like it was somebody living in their walls, which really freaks me out. (laughs) I know it's stupid and not possible, but they had like so many different like supernatural conspiracies. And then I think they also believe maybe a neighbor and things like that. But yeah, it's a mystery. It's an unsolved mystery.
0: (laughs) See, that's interesting to me because it makes me wonder how that, because of course when you have a suspense show, and there's, like, that mystery element. Part of it is the big reveal of, like, who uh. the person is. So since they don't have a character they can base around that, I wonder how much creative liberties are going to take with the show itself mm. in terms of, A, will they, you know, if they do do another season, will they just kind of create their own story from there? Will they further the stories introduc- you know, introduced in season two? Oh. Will, um, will they, re- like, pin it on someone? Like, that'll be the interesting thing. Like, will they... F- try to set that character aside so like the audience gets oh okay it was this person yeah or how how open-ended will they actually leave it
1: good question
0: yeah I think that's why I'll definitely be I see I just I don't know if I watch the first episode and it's super super you know out there and, and on the gore side then maybe I'll bounce but um I really am intrigued by that one though I don't know Ryan Ryan Murphy's getting a little bit of Heat for adapting some real life stuff right now. With you know, we've got the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, series with Evan Peter that they kind of produce. So I don't know, that'll be interesting to see how he does with it being another, you know, fact based topic. Um, but the cast definitely pulled me in with that trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like this one will be a maybe a sleeper hit. It arrives also middle of the month. So I feel like that's a good right, you know, as people are starting to look for new things to watch in Halloween. Um, I feel like it's a good pick and I think, I don't know how many episodes it is, but I think it's on the shorter side. I don't think this is like a 10 episode series, which always kind of helps when you're looking for something kind of quick to dive into.
1: Yeah, definitely. I'm excited for it.
0: Um, I feel like we've got some other ones coming in October we want to talk about, but it feels weird to pivot from my core, right? So like something like Love is Blind. Um, so let's talk Cabinets of Curiosities next, which is really interesting to me how they're rolling this out. It makes me wonder if it could be like, one that changes the game for Netflix in terms of if it's really successful, how might they approach the method moving forward?
1: I know this one should be interesting. So what they're doing is they're releasing two at, at a time on the October 25th, two on October 26th, two on October 27th, and then two on October 28th, leading into that Halloween weekend, pre-Halloween weekend Um which is, yeah, it's interesting. It's definitely um, a change for Netflix. I do feel like Netflix has been experimenting with stuff, which I'll give it to them, that's cool, sure. Um, But I'm excited for this because it is created by Guillermo del Toro, which um, is evidenced in the title, and it's an anthology series, so every episode is different. I don't even really know what it's about. It's supernatural, but if you watch the trailer, they don't give a lot away. What I do know is the cast is so good we have Ben Barnes in there. We have Andrew Lincoln, Rupert Grint, Eric Andre, like I they got everyone in here. So, I'm really really excited to check this out and I think it has the potential to be scary. I'm excited.
0: Yeah, I think it's the like the the two episode drops. That's what I think is going to be really interesting because we've talked about it before even on the podcast and you know, like reed and I have talked about it how we're surprised Netflix still hasn't tried a weekly release. I know we've got...
1: Aww. You kind
0: of get it with The Great British Baking Show, but that's necessarily a Netflix decision. That's a decision because it's an acquisition. They get mm. the new episodes and air them as they're airing in the UK. So it's not like it's a Netflix original. And it, this feels somewhat close to it. It's it's interesting that they're starting with the Tuesday drop, um, which makes sense because they only have eight episodes. So it's not like they have an even number they could have split them if mm. they did it otherwise, but... I think it'll be interesting to see how people choose to watch them. If they decide like to tune in each night and watch the you know the latest two episodes or whatever they're calling them, um, "Tales of Terror," I think is how they're billing them, mm-hmm. um, or if they wait to do like a binge over Halloween weekend. But the timing definitely was is perfect because you do have that week leading into Halloween. I know Halloween I think falls on a Monday this year, which is always weird. Mm-hmm. Um, like kicking, I, I don't know. It just feels weird to have like Halloween on a Monday. It's not as easy to settle in for like a movie night on a Monday night, but yeah. I feel like that'll help this show. Um, just because people looking for something over the weekend will have this and it's going to be right in the, you know, Netflix will have it in the top queue. Yeah. Um, and I do think the anthology aspect helps because people can pick and choose which episodes they want to watch. Um, I don't know if anyone will be a chaotic and just try to watch them all over the place. Maybe they'll dive in with like the one that has their favorite actors or actresses. Yeah. But um so whichever episode Ben's Barnes in, I'm sure that's the one you'll start with.
1: <laughs> that's what my mind immediately went to. <laughs> I'm like, I know the Ben Barnes stands are gonna be looking for the episode. I will watch them all, but I'm will be excited for him for sure.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it should be it should be good. And I feel like that's when they've been hyping for a bit now. Yeah. Um, and they even started to tease, you know more heavily, but it's still like the mystery. Like they haven't given it all away, yeah. which I think is smart um, because it keeps the audience kind of on their the edge of the seats like, wait, what can I expect from this? So um, that'll be interesting. And I feel like the last this last one, before we get into some of the non-definitely non-horror, um, it feels like it's walks in line. Not necessarily horror, but it could be kind of Halloween-y. Um, and that's The School for Good and Evil, which this one... It's over two hour movie, which is big for Netflix, but it makes sense. Um, when you look at like the trailers, like it feels like they've got a lot of ground to cover. Like this could have been a limited series almost. I feel I thought it was at one point. I'm not even going to lie. For some reason, I thought this one was a show. Um, but for those who ha- aren't familiar with it, it stars... Um, it's about best friends Sophie and Agatha kind of finding their bond put to the test when they're whisked away to a magical school for future fairy tale heroes and villains. Um, and as you can guess, the school is for the good and evil, and it kind of tests, like, which way a person's going to go. I'm very... I don't know much about this title in terms of, like, aside from what we've seen in the trailers, mm-hmm. but the cast for this movie is just unreal. You've got Rachel Bloom, Kate Blanchett, um, Charlize Theron... Lawrence Fishburne, Ben Kingsley, Carrie Washington, and then of course the two stars playing Sophie and Agatha, um, Sophia Wiley, who many will recognize from Disney's High School Musical: The Musical: The Series, and then Sophia Ann Caruso. Um, I feel like this is going to be a fun one, definitely for the younger audiences, but I think the cast is going to draw in older audiences as well.
1: Yeah, I could see this being one for all ages, and and too, like parents would watch it with their kids and be like, wow. this is actually good probably and there's actually good actors in this so i'm sure it will be a good family film
0: yeah and i feel like it's definitely the one there's other like movies coming in in october on the original front um but i feel like this is the one netflix is leaning into the heaviest like this is one they are promoting um they started promoting this one i feel like even before yeah it it arrived like they've done teasers with the cast and they did a big push for it at Doom, and showed like another exclusive tease of it. And it, it looks like a fun movie. So I'm excited to check it out. So I think that's it kind of on the, the horror end of things or even the, the semi-spooky adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very puzzled by this next one we're going to talk about, which is Love is Blind Season 3. I didn't predict this one coming in October. I'm still a little bitter because I thought October would bring the new season of The Circle because um, we've seen that one drop in the fall. And of course, that's one of my favorites. But we've got season three coming. They're going to do the multi-episode drop kind of across a couple of weeks, which has worked for them in the past with these reality shows. But it's just, I wasn't expect. like, were you expecting this one to drop in October? I thought for sure we'd be waiting until February of next year
1: yeah i definitely thought it would be february as well especially because yeah there hadn't been that much like hype or promotion around the season like it feels like season two just came out i'm still seeing all the drama from the contestants of season two like all over my instagram feed so (laughs) i don't think people are over that yet and now we're gonna get a whole other batch of contestants so yeah i was surprised and this is one of those shows where i really liked season one Season two took me a little while to get through it, but I did finish it. Season three, I'll try it. That's all I'll say.
0: <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense. Like, it it does give someone, like, it gives audiences who aren't looking for horror something new to, to look for. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely think it's smart um, because we do have some other, you know, we've got like the redeem team for those who like want something sports. We've got some cooking competition shows coming with like Nailed It season seven and Easy Bake Battle. And so I feel like they're hitting all those different key demographics and, like, searches that people are looking for new content of. But I still am really puzzled. I guess, I think October is when sweetest day is. So maybe that's what they're going to try to lean into that aspect. Um, but I think I think it'll be a sleeper. It'll just be interesting to see, because we have only seen the cycles in February, what this one will look like in terms of, like, how many people are watching. Like, does it take a dip? Because people are like, ah... You know, it's also going to be competing against Bachelor in Paradise, so it's, you know, going to be against another, you know, dating competition show that fans are flocking to. So it'll be interesting, but I definitely think it'll be one to watch in in October, especially if you're looking for something different that's not horror.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um,
0: Which leads into the last one, which I think is definitely um, from the minute they announced it was coming in October was one I was looking forward to, which is From Scratch. Um, this one's a limited series, which I really hope it stays a limited series. <laughs> I've had this debate so many times of, I love sh- when you can go into a show, expect a full story, knowing it's going to have a, yeah. a complete ending. Because um, some of these shows, they build themselves this limited series, but then they're a big hit, so they find a way to continue it. Yeah. <laughs> and it just kind of doesn't usually work. Like it, It's very hard for a limited series to have a, a successful second season, uh, because usually the first are planned so tightly yeah. Um, for those who aren't familiar with this one, it stars Zoe Saldana um, as an artist who finds romance with a chef in Italy and embarks on a life-changing journey of love, loss, resilience, and hope across cultures and continents. Um, this one, I feel like it's going to be an emotional one because I believe part of the story, spoiler alert, if you've seen the trailer, um, is that um, the man she meets, the chef that they mention in Italy, ends up, I believe, it's can't. he gets a cancer diagnosis. And so it's like going through all of those emotions of he relocates to the U S and all of those, you know, trials that come with, you know, battling a disease such as cancer and the toll it takes. And so I know that one's going to be an emotional one. I'm like already getting, this is us 5s of like hitting you with the feels. Oh, yeah. So, um, but I think I'm really just excited to see that one. And, um, I think it'll be a nice kind of change of pace from some of the other darker Netflix originals coming like they're more horror. Mm-hmm. Um, and, it definitely will be an easy, you know, watch because I think it's eight episodes. Okay,
1: yeah. There you
0: go. But yeah, again, Netflix is giving something for everyone. This, this, <laughs> it, they're they're definitely doing the, the trick and treat and giving a little bit of everybody some treats and joy. Um, hopefully, these you no, know, you know, the titles we said are must watch don't end up being flops. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> that'll be the the trick then for for trick or treating. But. Um, yeah, I think it'll be a really good month. And then there's also some other notable additions coming across the month. We've got The uh, the Center Season 4 is coming October 13th. Hotel Transylvania 2 is coming October 27th, which I don't know if the other films are on there, if Hotel Transylvania is still on Netflix, but if nothing else, that'll be a fun one for families to watch. Um, and then October 1st is bringing a lot of great ones. We've got Ocean's 11, 12, and 13, um, Scooby-Doo and Scooby-Doo 2, which are the live action ones, um, Four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. And then How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, I had to mention, because that's Reed, who's a frequent guest of the the podcast. It's one of his favorites, and I know he'll be making it his 8,000th and once if you listen to The Spiral. Um, <laughs> but that I feel like it's a nice balance. I think the Scooby-Doo editions are probably give those a nice bump with Halloween, looking for like family editions. But it um, should just be a really exciting month, I think.
1: I'm excited, especially after the second half of September has been pretty quiet. So we we need all of this.
0: You can say boring because I haven't got it boring.
1: If it, if it wasn't for Dahmer, it's like, there's really not a lot going on and no comment on that one. So
0: yeah, I like to, i like to think that one. I'm just ignoring that one, like pretending it doesn't <laughs> exist. Like I'm not gonna, not gonna give it the time. um Shout out, you know, I think read the victim stories. Cause I know a lot of them have spoken out in the families of victims. Yeah. Um, so I think if you're going to give it time, look into their stories and, um, find ways to support their causes and all that. Cause it's definitely, I, I think it's interesting with that one that to hear the stories about how they weren't consulted about the show yeah. in any way. And I don't know. I just cringed a little bit when I think that. So, um, but before we wrap, got to ask, what's your, what is your must see? If you have to just pick one, what would you say is your must see for October?
1: Gotta go with The Midnight Club. I think it's been my most highly anticipated leading into this month uh, since they announced it. Just big Flanagan fan. And so I think that's definitely my must see. What about you?
0: I think I'm going to it's going into this. It was going to be from scratch. But I have to say there's something about The wit- the Watcher. I keep wanting to say The Witcher.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there's something about The Watcher that just the mystery of the trailer just really pulled me in. And I want more. Um and like I said, I don't know. Maybe that one will scare me off because I am not i am am a chicken, and so I don't do well with like the the horror side of things. I can do suspense, um, but that one just—they did a really good job of teasing it, and it's weird because we didn't even get the release date. No, it was coming in October until To Doom. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just this one. I don't know. There's something about that trailer and the cast that just drew me and left me with questions and has my curiosity piqued, and so hopefully it ends up being good I'll, it'll be interesting to see how how it comes together but yeah. i'm really excited for that
1: one the trailer is really good
0: yeah they did a real whoever edited that trailer shout out to you <laughs> because you didn't i mean the way they pieced it together really just does pull you in and leaves you like wait ah. what i i need answers and i need this show so i think that's the test of a good trailer like you don't want to give too much away you just want to kind of pull people in reveal enough that it's like wait a minute what is this i need to see it Mm-hmm. Exactly, but regardless of whether you're you know diving into horror or all that, it should be a good good month for October. A lot of stuff to enjoy. Uh, Natalie, thank you so much for joining me. It's been fun talking and catching happy. up as always. Um, and have a happy Halloween, everyone.